The Star Wars universe is constantly expanding. But how the heck are you going to keep tabs on it without a holocron? And where in the rim can I score the juiciest news and rumors? Ah, you seek State of the Empire, Consequence of Sound's Star Wars speculation podcast, where we look for news in Alderaan places. We dig into the Sarlacc pit of the internet for the hottest intel in the galaxy far, far away. Make Indiana Jones inquiries and keep watch for the latest on Willow. Find us on consequenceofsound.net or wherever you procure fine podcasts. It's the show you're looking for. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to Consequence of Sound, the podcast. This feed is home to all your favorite Consequence of Sound editorial content turned into bite-sized podcasts for the music fan on the go who wants to stay in the know. Most often, it's home to album reviews as well as features like track-by-track and artist interviews. Well, Lollapalooza just happened, and as a result, we've got a whole host of artist interviews from on-site at Lollapalooza. So join us as we discuss the history of this revered festival and defining performances with artists old and new to the Lollapalooza stage. My name is Tyler Clark. We are sitting down with the regrets. I'm so happy to meet you. If you could all introduce yourselves for our listeners really quick, I'd appreciate it. I'm Drew. Hey, I'm Sage. I'm Janessa. I'm Lydia. Awesome. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you all. Uh, And like I said... Yeah, absolutely. I'm so thrilled that we get the opportunity here. So I guess uh, we'll just start things off. You guys played earlier today. How how to go? How was the set? How do you feel? It was super super duper fun. <laughs> <laughs> we so played many on dupers. The, yeah, we just played on the main stage, which is in itself like such a gosh darn honor. Am I allowed to curse? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was such a fucking Fucking honor. honor. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, yeah, the crowd was awesome, and we were so stoked to have so many people there at such an early time in a hot, hot day in the hot sun. So, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, that feels like really a testament to me because, I mean, I know I've gone to a lot of Lollapaloozas even as a fan, and, you know, there's always the temptation to just, like, find shade and, like, sit there for a couple hours. And so to have people coming out for that, that must be, like, that's got to feel really good. Um, so I know that, like, I, you know, in just in, in, you know, in listening to your music and reading about you guys in advance of this interview, I, um, you know, I found out that, that when you guys formed as a band, when you became a band, um, uh, three of you were in one band and you, you were in uh, another band at the time, right? I guess what, like, drew you to one another as, like, bandmates or as friends? And, like, also, like, how did you know when you'd like found a sort of like winning combination of of people and of sounds well before everything Sage and I just hung out all the time so we were constantly together so that just made sense and then we played a show with Lydia when she had a two piece and reconnected with her because we hadn't talked to her in a bit Mm. and it made sense I don't know we've always got gotten along we have similar music tastes I'm not sure exactly how we were drawn to each other but I think it was just we naturally had good energy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So in terms of those musical tastes, like what, what were some of the like bands and artists that you shared an affinity for? We all have a lot of same of the same like uh, bands that we grew up listening to just from our family, like classic rock, everything from like Queen, Prince, Bowie, uh, Led Zeppelin, uh, yeah. just all the good classics and like the staples. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> okay, they're having a little moment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we all just like bonded over having music taste because I mean, specifically me, I grew up uh, in the valley, going to school in the valley with a lot of kids that were only into pop music and didn't care about Alt 98.7, which is like super big station out in LA or like any other music besides what was popular or what they were told to listen to through like just the basic channels and um, I never found like I could really connect with anyone musically and I went to music school and that's where I found people that really cared about artists and didn't just care about what was popular and yeah I think that alone really makes a connection yeah you nailed it with that you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so you, your uh, your debut record came out last year. Uh, you've had an, an EP out this year so far. Um, I guess what's what's next, both in terms of like uh, new material, but also in terms of like where you go from here. Because I mean, you guys have played a ton of festivals, uh, both this year and last. You know, you're you're on some really big stages. Like, where where do you see yourselves in the next year or two, or even past that? The real question is, where don't we see ourselves? <laughs> we wanna, In your mom's bedroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Zing. We, wanna, we just want to tour everywhere. I mean, we just want to see the world and tour in places, you know, all over. And, yeah, release our new record. Go to Japan. That's yeah. Australia. We actually plan on cloning yeah. ourselves and taking over the entire so right. we're supposed to tell them that. We'll be, I was yeah. going to say, we'll Come be on, on the lookout for that you, now. I'm giving you guys a warning. You'll be yeah. the only ones who are aware of what's happening. So this will, be a, this will be a podcast and like a news story as well. Oh, yeah. we, can, we can do both. All right, perfect. Um, so we, you know, um, I've, been, I've been stuck back here in this tent all day, which again, that's, that's fine. I've loved doing it. Okay. But we've heard from multiple people um, that your cover of Ballroom Blitz today Ooh. totally fucking owned. Um, so... I guess, uh, and I can see that you you are wearing the the Wayne's World hat right now. I was going to ask what inspired that pick. Maybe I already know. Yeah, Um, you know. Oh, awesome. (laughs) That's what we were hoping. I mean, uh, so I guess the real question is then, Wayne's World 1 or Wayne's World 2? Wayne's World 1, but Wayne's World 2 is amazing because we're at a music festival, and that one's all based around a music festival, so I'm not going to judge you either way, but definitely the first ones are always the better movies. They're classic, so yeah. All right, it's fair. Uh, do you have any other like? Are there any other '90s movies that you would you, you would ever like draw some inspiration for an homage for? Or is there anything that you'd love to like incorporate into your work? Hmm. I don't know. This no? one just was the one that I loved and adored for so many years. Maybe yeah. they have something. I was born. Well, we were Sage, Drew, and I were all born in the late '90s, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think there are a few movies of like the very classic movies we've seen, but I'm not sure if I've seen yeah. all of the '90s movies. Yeah. So what? But what? What drew you to I guess to Wayne's World? Then, like, why is that one that you've brought forward know. with you? <laughs> I don't even remember the first time watching it. I just remember seeing it when I was really young, and immediately like just clicking in my head that this was something I loved, and like it was a, it was kind of like a, I don't know, it was a moment. That I, that I loved and I always wanted to watch it and that was like always my go-to and it still is my go-to when I don't know what to do so yeah and uh, Cassandra the lead 
female in that movie is like a total babe and a badass and she really inspired me a lot like she plays bass I'm a yeah. bass player I was going like, say she's a mu- musician as well right yeah, yeah she is and her voice is so unreal um, so yeah just a lot of inspiration from that movie and I think my really stupid humor comes from it as well <laughs> I feel like that that movie like you know so much it distills so much of what was great about like the old uh, SNL from that era especially oh, yes, like yes. yeah so yeah, <laughs> I feel like catching those, those in reruns, you know, is like yeah. a rite of passage. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mike Myers. So you guys yes. also just to like to not like change gears totally here, but you also have had a song featured on the um, the like the Hamel Drops um, project. Uh, I guess so. Like, how did that opportunity come to be? And like, were you were you fans of the musical before that or like was that something that like came later or? I love Hamilton <laughs> Lydia loves Hamilton <laughs> that's that feels that feels like an honest uh an honest so like how I guess with something because I feel like it's always so interesting to like when you're communing with something that you really love and you get the opportunity to like add your own spin to it like how did you approach that like what did you what did you like hope to accomplish like with being sort of associated with this thing that's such a sort of massive like cultural moment right now it honestly kind of just happened naturally because we just played the song and i don't know we just worked it out and played the song and it sounds like us immediately we didn't try i think it's because we just played it in our style and we weren't like trying to sound like the actual soundtrack so um yeah, it just happened pretty naturally, but it worked out really well, and that song just kind of fit for us. Yeah. I also think it's really cool, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda seems like the kind of guy who is, like, so gracious and, like... So nice. Yeah, like, have you ever looked us. at his Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Have you looked at his Twitter? Every day he posts something so positively That's inspiring awesome. and just beautiful. Like, I don't know where it comes from, but it makes sense. It's amazing. What did, what did, the, uh, what did the email say to you guys? Th- thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and, really and, and more eloquent words. Sure. It was yeah. like super, a super poetic thing. Yeah, you it know? was amazing. Yeah. He seems like, yeah, he does seem like a really, like, like, really cool guy, like, especially in that regard. So you've played with some big names over the years. Um, you know, I've, I've gone down the list, like Sleigh Bells, Cherry Glazer, Peaches. Do you, what are some of the, like, your best memories of those shows? And if you could book... Uh, dream show for either featuring you guys or just like something that you were in charge of filling the bill for like who would be who would be the bands no li- no limits even like let's go let's go Whoa. let's go living or dead okay living dead is not okay yeah. dead is too okay much. living 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 okay. I think we would tour really well with the arctic monkeys yeah oh. I think that would be a cool tour yeah I agree yeah. a lot of that yeah, because especially because yeah, they're, they're yeah because they're kind of in they're kind of in like a uh, their energy level is sort of a different thing right now and I think that could be like a really cool yeah. that yeah. dynamic yeah be, that yeah. new album I think mixed with like what they have in the past and their their old songs mixed with our songs and like potentially our newer songs in the future I think would be a really cool mix and the crowd would love it I would love it as a crowd member. All right, we'll forward this along after we're uh, finished recording here. So again, like uh, just to like to wrap up here, because I mean, obviously, it's been a long day. We'll let you guys go in a sec. But like, you've played some huge festivals this year: Bonnaroo, Coachella. Uh, I know you also played uh, Riot Fest here in Chicago last year. Yeah. What do you get out of these festivals as artists? 
new fans, hopefully, which yeah. is super awesome. I mean, that's what's the best part about playing a festival is, you know, when you do your own show, it's great because there are people there that are specifically there for you. But when you do a fest, people are just walking by or just have, like, heard the name and end up checking it out. And you, it's such an easy way to create new fans. And it's awesome. So what is the uh, biggest difference between the experience of playing Riot Fest versus Lollapalooza? Either like as performers or like as the like seeing the crowd like, you know, whatever. Cuz they're both sort of big name like big Chicago festivals, but they do like yeah. attract a very different sort of crowd and a very different like energy. I feel like the biggest difference I remember is really just that Riot Fest didn't have a barrier down the center of the crowd. And that alone kind of makes a difference, which I liked that it didn't. I still loved playing this, but there was a divide between one side and the other side of the crowd, which was a little different. That's kind of, that's the biggest thing, I think, because I it was harder. Any others. Yeah. yeah, it was harder for them to mosh, I think, at this, yeah. but they were still very excited and cool. Yeah. Equal energy yeah. and a lot of fun, too. Obviously, a big difference is that we have Drew instead of our old drummer you, you weren't there at Riot Fest yeah no but yeah so what is what has your experience been then as someone who's kind of come into the band yeah in the last uh, in the last year or so like as things are um, are taken off a little bit like it's been awesome yeah I mean it's like it's like the dream you know to yeah. do this and to get to do it with cool people that you like and that, that are fun to hang out with is like pretty unreal <laughs> like y'all like yeah. what? And what? What were you doing at this time last year? If you weren't, if you weren't in this band, probably like, I would probably be right now signing up for classes at CSUN and stressing out about musicianship three because I failed it <laughs> yeah. last semester. Yeah. So I'm yeah, yeah, that's I'm right. Stoked to not I think, have to yeah. <laughs> I think this. I think this is an auto pass now yeah, playing a bit, yeah. playing a Lollapalooza. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. This thank has been you. the regrets. We really thank appreciate you. it. This was uh you know this is our. This is our last interview of the day, and oh, it's cool. been one of the most fun that we've too. had all day, too. Awesome. So, yeah. Nice way to right, also end cool. it. Yeah. 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 Wayne's World <laughs> Rules. This has been uh, Consequence of Sound live backstage at Lollapalooza. Stay tuned for more artist interviews from Lollapalooza all week long. And if you enjoyed this episode, please let us know via Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. On Apple Podcasts, you can hop on, leave us a five-star review, and if you got some thoughts to share with us, why not write us a review? And on Podchaser, you can not only rate and review this series, Consequence of Sound, but you could also rate and review this specific episode. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you very soon with an all-new episode of Consequence of Sound. Consequence Podcast Network.